and how, how R-rated can I get? Is this like a uh, heavy <laughs> R? Um, back, you, you can swear. Sure. NC-17. Oh, it's nice. probably more like PG-13, really. What's the worst yeah. word you've ever used? <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. I mean, I okay, fucking shit. That's about it. Oh, I'm hey. Not, we're, I'd say we're, we're, a, we're a soft R. A soft R. <laughs> so, and there's full the title. nudity. Okay. I've read that's getting more and more common now, the streaming services are trying to get people into. Yeah, they're doing guys all the time now. Male, male nudity? Yes. Fine. Whatever. Because <laughs> years ago, though, there was a weather thing that where the women would take their clothes yeah, off. Yeah, that were... was like Russia, wasn't that Russia yeah, news yeah. or something? No, that was back of course when it was. The, that's back when the Russians were fun. Yeah. Back back in the Trollolo days. <laughs> that was post Trollolo. Oh, was it post? Oh, see, everything went downhill in Russia. After I heard Trollolo. that Trollolo guy. Yeah. I heard he was... he was pushed out of a window, I think. No, wasn't he? I heard he was doing some collaboration with an EDM band, whatever EDM means. Uh, now let's talk about the, the, okay. the music that the kids are listening to. Well, we have a special guest today. For episode 80, is this 89? It will be if I get 88 out before okay. this. The narrator can fix it later, depending <laughs> on which one we get out first. Why do I always have to fix these things? Uh, this is episode 88, the Halloween edition with a special guest, Randy Grimsley. Phil and John will talk with the guests and have a beverage, and, and then later on, there'll be a song. So enjoy. Hello, this is Zinke Dante's. You are listening to Tandolin and here's his song. This episode is very special. It is almost entirely raw what on it is. So sit back and uh, get under your comfy comforters and your put on your warm socks and maybe have a beverage and uh, think of me. Are you ready? And we're going to use his full name because it's a Halloween edition, and his last name is Grimsley, which not is Grimly, but no, not like Ed Grimly. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, I've heard oh. that before. Oh, sure. I bet. And his that name is, is Ed. It's Randy, who I just found out was also a paper carrier in the old days. Yes, but we don't even... I can still carry paper. I just don't do it for a living. <laughs> did you? Did you have to collect too? Oh yeah! Oh, oh I hated that. Sucks. I did that Long too. Long before auto pay. I mean, we're talking. Oh. Let's see. It was probably like '83 when I started until like '88, something like that. I, I had ago. this this giant ring of cards or something that you'd carry around with you, and yes, yeah, yes, had, they might, I, that must have been a standard issue. Oh, oh, it was horrible. I didn't know you. If, if I knew you were a paper carrier also, John, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I did that uh, very poorly for a few years. Oh, I did it for I, I took long. it over from one of the Ron brothers. Wow. Back, back when the, the paper was uh, late afternoon during the week and early mornings yeah. on weekends. Yeah. No, I... That's, I how, get, that's how fucking old that is. I used to get up uh, before my alarm even on the weekend somehow. And, the, and now, now people say, what's a newspaper? 
<laughs> you know, I, I don't mean to brag, but I kind of do because this is a podcast and I'll be able to have this uh, be my infamous uh, memory that lasts. I was newspaper carrier of the year through the Midwest. Wow. The entire so, I Midwest. A, I got a plaque. Yes. The Newspaper Association. They apparently all got together. And it was North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Nebraska, and Minnesota. So that part of the Midwest, the real Midwest. And I was named the carrier of the year. That must have been after I was. I don't think we're because, worthy. Well, you guys didn't even know about it. It was so highbrow. It was just, I don't know. There was a parade. Been, I don't know. It was an East River thing. Are you from Brookings, South Dakota originally? Yeah, I let's am. back up a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, these we're just talking. <laughs> Oh God! Oh, don't every oh, the listeners all know who he is <laughs> from the tone of his voice and his credentials as a newspaper character. Yes, yes. of the yeah. year, of the year for a whole year, I had the least complaints, like no complaints, and all the <laughs> least most complaints. Call-ins. <laughs> you know, the kids, I didn't. I, I put the paper right where they wanted it. I was always on time. I when it was raining, I'd put it in the little plastic bag. It was always rolled up in a rubber band. I was very polite oh. when I would go door to door and collect all the funds and for the, each month. You were hardcore. I yes, was Randy. I was serious. I wanted that job for like three years before I got it. In fact, I think I forced the previous carrier out, but that's another story. Oh, my. I'm pretty sure when, when we had to settle up every month with the paper, I owed money. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't collect enough. Oh, I remember having to go to some houses. Like I remember, one of my memories was Police Squad just came out, the TV series, mm-hmm. and I had to go collect. And I was like, oh, I got to get home in time for uh, Police Squad. That's how old I am. But uh, it was like the <laughs> third episode or something. And uh, oh, I was running around my because they, of course, they were all scattered. You know, the ones that owed. And there was always one guy that just always put me off until the bitter end. And I was like, ah, he's he's not, you know. I, oh, I knocked on the door, and you know, it's like, dude. Well, let me see if I have the money. I, I just was like, never. I I felt like saying, when I was a kid, but I didn't say it. I felt like saying, never mind. I got to go watch Police Squad. But I stood there and I missed. Oh, it's terrible. We didn't get into Randy is. <laughs> we did to start all over. Okay. I'm learning over. a lot about you guys, though. That's great. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I think the, the the listeners are already tired of learning about us. No, but uh, yeah, thank Randy. Do you want to give a little like uh, I don't know elevator speech or something about who who you is or an elevator uh, speech? <laughs> <laughs> that one slowly goes. Which, which one do you want? The yeah. Okay. Well, let's see here. You could take. I was born. Seat. I was born, and I lived. Still, I am at this point. This is the paper um, route speech. I became, yes, I didn't have to give a speech for that award, but I'm telling you, I worked my butt off. I was through, you know, South Dakota winters. I was still at three 30 or whatever, right after school. Just yeah. Getting it done. And, um, yeah, so I, I got a plaque that had the, it all engraved on there from the, the Brookings daily register it was our, the paper, which still is, but it's not daily anymore or it never was then either. It was Monday through Friday. Anyway. And I uh, did that for a while, <laughs> but believe it or not, I didn't peak yet. I mean, that was still, that was just the, the start of something good. Um, yeah, it went worked. through, 
there were master carriers. Master carriers? Was, I think in Rapid City, uh, really? had master carriers that would train the carriers or something. That sounds like you're a spreader of something that's not good. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, here comes right. the master carrier. Put up your masks. Yep. <laughs> I interrupted you. I apologize, but it'll happen again. That's okay. I'll forget what I was saying, and that'll happen again, too. <laughs> so, uh, let's you, see. You born and raised in, <laughs> I'm an East River, South Dakota rat, and uh, went through um, the local university, which you may or may not know. Phil and I actually sort of crossed paths um, yeah. during that time. That's how I first uh, stumbled Go. upon his genius. Go Jacks. <laughs> Whoa. Go Jacks. They didn't even, did they say that then? That seems like that was a marketing thing that came up like 15 years ago. I don't think that was the well, thing. Well, all of a sudden they have a bunch of money, it seems like, it feels like. Division one, baby. It, it's a totally different school than when we went there, but whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, again, we we um, left and everything kind of folded. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> somehow the money started rolling in after we were in theater. <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe they're paying to bring us back. You never know. <laughs> I did a lot of theater while I was there. Uh, and um, then uh, kind of moved to Chicago, lived there, got into advertising, marketing, lived there a decade or so, had many adventures, came back home because my family's all here and uh, um, got into uh, some educational stuff, worked in the schools for a while, did some marketing still because that pays the bills. Um, I don't know if you heard, but um, people in education don't get paid much. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's it's a rumor, probably. I don't know. And then uh, got it's into... the worst kept secret ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Did some education stuff. Got did some marketing stuff. Did that was on the school board for a while, too, because my my heart of service for service, you know, rings true from Paperboy. That was my service time then. and I, I'd love uh, to hear all the stories about the school board, but I guess you won't let us. Uh... I, hmm. how, how many years ago was this? Was this before the this group this group right now that's going around trying to take them over? Uh, maybe you can't even talk mm -hmm. about that. But... You know what? No, I can tell you. You want to know the scoop. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't, Nobody I don't who's listening to this tell anybody. All right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get this... you in trouble. This is just between us and your four listeners. Okay? You, you, oh, see, he's listened to enough of these to know. <laughs> now, now it's three. <laughs> yeah. Wow, they're they're dropping like flies. <laughs> no, I uh, I actually ran for school board because I, of course, uh, my child was in the schools. I went through the schools. I knew the schools very well. I'd already worked in the schools. I felt like a connection with knowing what. Uh, things needed some work and what things were great. Um, and I'm a proud Bobcat, Brookings Bobcats, and just uh, decided to, uh, you know, go for it and was elected. And it was a great uh, time in many ways. It's always called anyone who serves in public office knows there's a lot of stuff you can't talk about and whatever. But I will tell you, this was, oh boy, 2014, something like that, 2013 maybe. Yeah. Uh, and it's like a three-year term, and I got on, and then um, everything was a different world. I ran for re-election, and what I had noticed was in that time, I'm not going to get too political, but the social media and everything had taken on this whole vibe of 
you know what? We can trash talk. We can rip things up. We can do whatever in a public forum uh, like social media uh, that wasn't there before. Wow. And people felt emboldened to just what do whatever they wanted to. And I was like, I feel weird being in the grocery store and seeing someone who was just like really nasty about something on about schools on social media. Now it's the norm. But at yeah. that time, there was a noticeable change um, about from national politics that started it, I believe, uh, yes. that trickled down with yeah. the uh, certain elections that happened. So yeah. when uh, the my second election um, in tw 2017, I put my name in the ring. I did not do really any campaigning. I didn't. There were other people who were kind of um, on board more. I think with the uh, the new method of thinking that we're running too. And I just kind of sat back and kind of almost hoped that I didn't get it because the it had changed so drastically that it was not. I didn't want to live like that. Now I still would have served great if I had won, but I'd lost the second election, um, the follow-up one. So some people will say, I'm just bitter about it. And I'm like, no, I kind of knew it the whole time that this was coming and I was okay with it. So that's my school board story there for you. Well, see, and I, I think so. the people that are best, best suited or best, uh, um, for, for service or whatever, like some of these people that are running, aren't really there to serve they're there to tear things down but uh but anyway I, or people are afraid to jump in the ring because they don't want to be you know in the social media circus or whatever it is yes and you know i mean i still stay i've still stayed the kind of um vocal behind the scenes and um no i kind of understand how things are for the different reasons and um the the new issues of that are much more social issues with books and whatever um i hope i've helped to affect some some uh standing of ground in certain areas or whatever but i am done with the public portion it's it's funny once you run for office by the way i will also say this <laughs> anyone who probably leads a public office in any local town knows this everybody's your friend when you're on it you know, like they all want something from you. Boy, the number of calls and emails. Hey, how's it going, buddy? How's this going? And like the same people I would see, you know, two months later and they didn't know who I was. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, I, got such a, yeah. I got such a kick out of it internally. Of course, you just kind of move on. But um, you got to have a, a certain willpower and desire to put yourself through that and and um i think these days that you didn't have when i first ran i mean honestly it, it was all sunshine and rainbows and lollipops when i first <laughs> ran and things had changed so that's that chapter of life yeah and and now of course now i work for a, a local um nonprofit that's part of an international that works with housing to help uh bring people who would not normally be able to get into a home because of they're putting all their money 50% or more or whatever towards rent, yeah. you know, to just hand to mouth and, and to be able to help break that cycle and get them into something that creates generational wealth. And, and of course, all the benefits with that go along with that kind of stuff. So. Maybe and um, yeah, that's great. Make it, hey, somehow I fell into these um, jobs that um, try and do make things better for people, but. 
You're such a do-gooder. Oh, ouch. <laughs> ouch. So what, what we're talking about that, um, let, let's, before we get some uh, some feedback, let, let's get to our what are we drinking tonight feature. Ah, who's going first? Well, the guests can go first, or unless you have something really fantastic, you can R- go. Randy, would you like to, to tell us you, what I, you're I can kick things off drinking? because... Yeah, okay. Well, my question is, would you rather go to like a local carnival and then Valley Fair and then Disney World like it builds up? Or would you rather start start at Disney World and then compare it to what the local carnival is like? Because I'm the local carnival. I'll give you that. Well, I I don't know. I'm pretty low. I don't know if I fit. The local carnival. <laughs> okay, well. Yeah. So, so Randy, I'll, you pick. You, I'll, you go go I'll go first. I'll go first. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then it's anywhere but up. So I am uh, going to crack this baby open. I saved it just for now. Here you go. Did you get that? I'll amplify it. Later. Oh, I just heard a. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll make well, the sound now. <laughs> okay. No, yeah, that was exactly it. No, so I am having a cheap beer. And oh, the reason I'm having this. Was. Yes, it was me opening a, a can of. Uh, cold beer and i think it's still cold um i uh don't really keep a lot of i don't drink a lot of whiskey uh, or anything that you guys i always wanted to be a highbrow kind of connoisseur and i'm not you know so i don't carry i don't have alcohol in my house most of the time unless i know i'm for a reason someone's coming over and we're gonna whatever but i was making chili last week two weeks ago and I was trying to um, do beer chili, so. Oh, that that's I, that's a good thing. Yeah, well, it didn't turn out great, and the reason being is because oh, I don't, I'm not a connoisseur. I just went and I bought um, a six pack of Keystone Light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, think no. it matters for chili what beer you put in. But, well, uh, maybe I didn't cook it right because it kind of just was like a sloppy. I threw a lot of it away. Joe. Yeah, oh. it, was, it was just kind of a watery, you know, didn't taste that great. I thought it'd enhance so much. Like I'm some chef, right? I don't cook that often. Well, you put the whole six pack in. That's the problem, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I I put one beer in. That's why I have five left. So if this baby goes all night, we can really see what Randy. Now, now is this? You said Keystone it's Keystone. Light? It's Keystone Light. And you know what? That was like does the, the have, choice beer when you're a poor college kid. I remember those. Does it oh, have yeah. the specially lined can still like they used to advertise? Jeez, oh. how do I know? What am I well, supposed to crawl in the can? Say, yeah, they, it should say it on the can. Why was it specially lined? I don't know what it was. It was lined with what, BPA or something like that? <laughs> I think it was lined with hopes and dreams. Yeah, um, right, right. That was always their little tagline. Like it was supposed, maybe it was supposed to not taste so metallic or something. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the can. I don't see anything it's that's specially lined. lined. Oh, see, they, they things just are oh, yeah. Or it was whatever chemicals. Okay. Anyway, well, how, how is the beer? Well, let me see. Is it better than last time? Mm, it's as good as I remember and as bad as I'd like to forget. <laughs> it's like good as it's scotch a, by beer. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this kind of stuff is, is great if you're like fishing or something, I suppose, or at the beach on oh, a cold yeah. day. 
Yeah, ice cold, right. some kind of lager. Yeah, sure. like a, maybe a heavier beer. I again, I, I there are places in town that would kick me out if I ordered probably a Keystone Light. And beer. it's sadly, sadly not made in Keystone, South Dakota. Oh. No, I thought it was buying local yeah. <laughs> for the holidays. I thought it was buying local. Sad. <laughs> Sad. Well, all around. Who's next, John? John usually goes um, last. I think I might have a better one than you this time. You probably do, but go for oh. it. Okay. You going to go? No, I'll go, sure. In in honor of uh, ha- Halloween, I'm drinking a Frankenstein beer, or not beer. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that out. Um, whiskey. Frankenstein yeah. whiskey? Yeah, translation, I put <laughs> two different ones oh. together. I, I mixed a couple. Or okay. suicide, if you will. <laughs> oh, a homemade concoction. All right. A, a, you know, a or a, fancy, a blend. Yes. There you go. Yes. Yeah, we got you are the sum of all pieces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's only got two different ones, but I was in a hurry. Um, right. This is a combination um, Costco's Isla Scotch, which is a smoky <laughs> name, you know, store brand Scotch. And another store brand, one from Total Wine, that's a Lowland style Scotch, which um, both were pretty good on the round together. It it kind of tastes like Johnny Walker or some shit like that, but it so it's just a, fine. You made a Midland. <laughs> yeah, I did. It's got it. It's got kind of the you know a little of each. Well, fine. It, it's okay. it's it, yeah. That's exactly what it's fine. I got this thing called Crooked Water, or it's a distiller. It's not, it actually isn't a distiller. They just do the blending. But I got it because it's woman-owned. I wanted to try that, support the women-owned um, distillers. But actually, this ended up not being a distiller. Uh, Heather Manley is the owner. Crooked Water is the name, and they they're, they do blends, and very fine blends. And the, the packaging is, or the packaging it's only a glass as i wouldn't say packaging but the marketing the pictures <laughs> are really cool and you shouldn't judge a whiskey by its cover we all know but this is a very nice cover old hell roaring they do some other stuff too this is a double barreled straight bourbon whiskey it doesn't say an age statement or anything like that and uh and i found out it was a blend because john looked it up when i was trying to figure well out or now I, I want to correct, be correct about this, but oh, I think so. You. If I remember right, this uh, distillery is not. So when you say they blend, that usually what that means is they uh, buy whiskey from another distillery, usually one of the really big ones. So they'll buy barrels of that and mix them together and put it in bottles. Right. I what I took from reading the website was that um, they contract contracted with another distillery ah. to make to make the whiskey according to their specifications. Okay, that is different. And so it's not even though it's made by somebody else, you know, it's distilled and barreled and all that stuff. Um, it's not necessarily just commodity whiskey that they blended together and put in a bottle oh i didn't want to imply it was any kind of run-of-the-mill operation so is that so that's the yeah, way yeah. between what, blending and distilling it's kind of a different 
Well, yeah, I mean, they... They're commissioning yeah, that, that's it? Good, they're, they're not... You can't call them a distillery because they don't actually make the spirit. Well. But, um, yeah, that's a weird category. But I've heard of this before. That it, it's, it's different from when... They they will just go to like that big Indiana distillery called MGP. They make a ton of bourbon and rye, and they make a huge range of it that's sold under a ton of different labels. Well, and, yeah, because uh, like like will get their bullet, own lander. You know, Bullet, for example, is made by them. And and when you were out across South Dakota recently, you saw a uh, Wall Drug um, special. Uh... Uh, well, that was a single barrel uh, store pick from Al's Oasis. Yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty damn funny. What? God. Al's Oasis, yeah. Yes, I'm sorry. I mean, for all so I, I know, Al's Oasis has has a <laughs> has a Knob Creek or a Woodford or. Maybe I used to work. I used to work in tourism, and I'll tell you, there are fine people out there in Wall Drug. Mm-hmm. They, they're you don't second guess their beverages. No, no. Oh, I. It could be very decent. It. it it's just, five cents. It, it five wasn't cent, five cents. It five was cent seventy dollars for a veterans and and cowboys. It's funny. They're very good marketing. Waldrug yes. and Els Oasis both do the five cent coffee, I believe. Wow, that's a deal. Um, now the question oh. is, which one is better? Oh, we'll have to do a taste test. South Dakota five cent coffee taste test. You can't really get a side-by-side comparison. No, they're... once you get it at Al's Oasis, if you still have the coffee, you got to drive for two hours. Drugs, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to taste the same. Well, I was just at um, Al's Oasis about you know, little little more than twenty-four hours ago, driving back from little Rapid City, and I did stop and have lunch there. Oh, and I haven't. The, had, the, I it's haven't it's had. funny. Al's Oasis. They still have the salad, but the restaurant is really unchanged from what I remember. Wow. But everything That's else cool. looks different inside. Oh, everyone totally who goes re- there, or, or, everyone who goes through there, are adults who bring their kids, and they don't. They want the nostalgia factor. See, they want the booths yeah. that haven't changed since they sat in them. <laughs> the the yeah the the restaurant has the the same salad weird little salad bar, and it has the back rooms that that when the marching band would stop there on the bus they'd put us all in the back room and all that stuff but the the, the out, outer lobby area they've completely remodeled they, that that section in between the restaurant and the grocery store yeah in there and that's all that's all looks kind of new it's got much more uh gift shop stuff out there and all oh, it, it, you know it that looks different to me and the grocery store is now also owned by um I noticed this because it's owned by this outfit that also runs the grocery store in my wife's hometown of Gregory oh. called Bowie's. Bowie's. And they're, yeah, it's spelled B-U-C-H-E or something like that. Matthew P. will know what I'm talking about. It um, doesn't even make sense. No, yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. It's, it's, it's probably foreign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I've noticed they they've taken over the Alice Oasis grocery store, so well, they, somebody they, had to. It, that was a little strange, but anyway, they but in the in in the front of the grocery store, they 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 had a big display of Woodford Reserve bourbon, and but it, it was a, a a single barrel version of it chosen by somebody at Alice Oasis. I don't think Al picked it. 
But uh, handpicked <laughs> by Al. Was there Al. ever an Al? I think it wasn't. There, there must have been an Al. Somebody Al. look it up. <laughs> I Bob's Oasis. Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I don't know how we got onto that, but talking about your your drink, Phil. Oh well, I was going to say it's. Uh, um, how is it though? Well, it's 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 a tiny tiny bit smoky. Um, which because I like a smoky Manhattan or whatever sometimes, so I thought I'd try that, which I haven't yet. I've just been drinking it on ice. The, the, is it supposed to be smoky? Like, do they yeah. talk about well, you know, you know using it, any kind uh, of charred barrels or any of that stuff? It's, it's got a robust double barreled. It's it's a robust double barrel bourbon, and uh, it's it, it's proprietary complex toasting and the smoking process and. And what that does is it you, you made all that up, intense right? Intense and beautiful experience with rounded notes, deep vanilla, burnt caramel, and smoldering campfire. Man, I wish I could. That's a lot. Like that, I wish I could come up with words to describe my Keystone Light that sounded so poetic. Well, well, you used to work in marketing, can't you do that? <laughs> yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. But I, I like also truth in advertising, which would be this is oh. a watery. Oh no! <laughs> and that's why you don't side. work in marketing anymore. It gets the job done, <laughs> beer. Yeah. No. You know, I will say side. this, Phil. You introduced <laughs> me to Phil introduced me to a, a drink that um, everyone else has had in the world, but again, I didn't at the time. The last time I saw Phil was unfortunately, I believe, at a funeral for someone, uh, uh, yeah. teacher that we uh, had, and um, very fine teacher, very fine instructor. Yes, uh, made a big impact on us. Uh, Nancy W. We could say Nancy Wheeler. Okay, okay, Nancy, and. Um, you, we were, of course, uh, after or before the after the funeral. Um, some of us got together, uh, who were all through her um, touch points of life that uh, uh, and were at the bar. And you um, had what is it a green mule? What what's the one with the mule in the word? Is it, what did I have? I, I don't remember. It's it's usually served in like a tin cup of. Oh, um, or, uh, it's just a. Uh... What John help me? What is that called? Um, just a mule, a Moscow mule. Moscow mule. There. That shows my. Yeah, ignorance. it's in a copper cup. Yes. God, there you go. And I, it, you, you had one us. that night, and I was like, oh, I'll try one of those. And I was like, that was good. I don't know if I've had one since. <laughs> so we. Well, I'll we'll just wait to... for somebody else to die. <laughs> well, something to look forward to. <laughs> Gets a little dark here. So, oh, speaking of That's dark, it's Halloween coming up. Yeah, I, I think um, we were going to talk about spook is tonight, it, weren't we? Spooky is this stuff. Your favorite, is this your favorite ha holiday, Halloween? You know, as a kid, I still bounce back and forth. I'm still a kid. Um, Christmas and, and Halloween, they got, they get all the attention. You know, am I going to say Arbor Day? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, I love Christmas. My birthday's around Christmas too, uh, so that's like a great time uh, in many ways when you're a child. Um, and so is Halloween. So I would say, yeah, I, I think I'm still torn between the two. But uh, Halloween definitely, I probably get into the um, scariness more than I get into the love and giving of Christmas. <laughs> Isn't that sad? That's wrong. No, no. I what, what, I don't know. It's not like you're uh, a mass murderer as far as I know. I mean, it, you're well, just, 
You just this kind is of the podcast. That. People can't tell where <laughs> what's in my basement. It's a no. true crime podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, quest. Oh, our ratings are going to skyrocket now. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the grim. No, I love, I love Halloween. Who doesn't love Halloween? Well, yeah, actually, you know, I know there are people who don't celebrate Halloween, so I shouldn't say that. Or, or they, they, you notice this now? It's being called like spooky season. Everything is instead of Halloween. On social media and stuff, I see people saying, "Really, this is our spooky season decorations." And I don't know. Oh, I don't really care that much to be invested in it, but I just notice it. Is it because <laughs> ha- Halloween sounds like hell or something, or what? <laughs> what? I don't know. You know, there are certain religions, um, sure. and I don't know what they are for sure um, because I don't think it's mine. But that don't celebrate Halloween um, and All Saints Day is uh, as a Catholic boy. Um, that's November 1st, so Halloween is the eve, technically. All Hallows' Eve. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. put a plug in here. If you ever go down the, the YouTube Catholic rabbit Church. hole. Yes, yes. If you go down <laughs> the YouTube rabbit hole of, um, like, looking up the history of Halloween, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, videos, well, several anyway, from, like, the History Channel that are um, that delve into how it all started and everything and it's it's very interesting and, oh. and i'm glad to that we all lived through the 70s and 80s which apparently 60s 70s was the heyday with costumes and kids going out trick-or-treating and and that has changed even <laughs> since the 90s so well those masks though geez those plastic well, you know and you'd be like you'd be cold and you'd be like have the perspiration or the condensation of your breath yeah side and you'd but well, you can really. Sm- I, I still remember the, the, the smell, of those yeah, masks. <laughs> I always will. I'll never forget it. That's probably that what Keystone Light is lined with. <laughs> oh my nice. gosh, yeah, that you. That's the marketing ploy. It's like a liquefied version of a 1970s Halloween mask. <laughs> yep, the th- same Keystone thing. Light. The co- coat coated your stormtrooper mask <laughs> is also in your beer can. Yeah. Well, you know the scent was the plastic or whatever they allowed them to make those those uh, oh. death traps uh, but also it was a collection of like five previous years of sweat and condensation <laughs> hey, you know, oh, of course it's yeah aged. oh i'm the youngest of five kids so i wore oh, things no. that like all so, everyone else had worn you know um of those kind of masks so yeah it would the sweat oh, no. would just loosen up the remnants and nobody of, <laughs> Nobody thought about sanitizing that stuff back then. Th- that was just oh, only God. like COVID during no. COVID. Now they'd oh, spray no, it no. the hell out of it. Or no, not now, but a couple years ago. Anyway, what was your favorite costume that you? Uh, what was the what was okay? What was your favorite Halloween year as a kid? Your favorite costume? I don't know. Your the pinnacle of uh, maybe you're still doing no. it now. I don't know. You're in the cosplay or something. I'm not sure. Well, I'm dressed up right now. Hey. Um, as a middle-aged man, and it's working out just fine for me. Yeah, me too. Um, Yay! You know, <laughs> do you think if I go next door and knock on someone's door and say "trick or treat" in my regular clothes? <laughs> yeah, huh? like right now, live. We've never no, done not those right. kind of things before. Yeah, do you, do you, you have bail money on you? I mean, I'm... I'll bail you out. Is there uh, just don't get program? just just don't get uh, Officer <laughs> Handigard. Um, oh, he's probably not alive anymore. Oh, that I don't know a, him. Oh, that that's a different story. I don't want to go into that. That was a that was a Brookings cop. I may have told the story before, but I I think I called him Officer Handy. Handy wipe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, he threw me up against the wall, Randy. Ooh, I, had I never hair. heard that one. No, I'll tell you some other day. I think I've already told you. Oh, well, that is kind of scary. That could fit into Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Now, anyway, so what was what was your, oh no tangents? What was your favorite? Uh, I maybe because I don't remember years, but I right. I remember I remember like the last year I when I decided this is the last year I'm not going to do it anymore. I remember that. Oh, but, but I, don't. What, I don't remember that. Like I, it was 19 blah blah blah. I don't remember that. Yeah. But I remember this thinking when I was going around. It's like I'm not doing this anymore. I'm too old. But what was your well, favorite uh, experience or whatever? You know, I, I went uh, I went trick or treating with my older my next oldest brother who was four years older than me. So um, we practiced for like the week before that. I would go, you know, knock on a bedroom door and, and he would answer it, and I would say trick or treat, and then he'd give me a piece of candy, and then he'd run to the next bedroom, and you I would act nursed? like I was walking. Yes, yes, this is early stage play acting. And I would walk around in a square in the basement, and then he'd say, ready. And then I'd knock on the door, and then and, and, or, and he would answer the door like he was an old man or whatever. Like he would change his character each time. Oh, I carried that on, you know, my to myself with my own child even. It's a it's wonderful time. So we practiced. I don't remember. I, I My earliest one is I think I was in probably third grade. We had one of those pesky blizzards as South Dakota gets. And I remember my mom following like i'd get in the car and she'd drive me 20 feet to the next group <laughs> driveway group of houses <laughs> yeah and I, I had a winter coat on with the the bed sheet cut over it to be a ghost because i, I tell you this in south dakota and in the midwest <laughs> i always still say you got a plan for the weather and when i see people who are they're like they're being the sexy nurse or the whatever it is i know you're miserable I'm like, you got to think in July already, like it's probably going to be 20 degrees or maybe blizzarding. How can I incorporate a winter coat into my outfit? <laughs> so ghost works great. You just put the sheet on over. So I remember that one. <laughs> and, and, uh, and of course, I was like one of the like three people back when everyone trick-or-treated and you'd have 200 people. I was one of like three that night. That So they'd give me gobs of candy. Oh, just man. to get just to get rid of it and just to get me out to, so they can close the door and not let the heat get outside as we say <laughs> in South Dakota. And then um let's see, I remember a year, a couple years later, there was a fad. And for whatever reason, I got a new costume. I should look these up. There was something that was inflatable and you'd put it on your head. <laughs> Nobody's gonna remember this. Oh, oh no. It, I uh it, it came like with a, like a, it was an, an alien, alien or whatever or it was. What's that? Was like an alien, and then you paint yeah. your face. There was different ones. You'd paint your face. I don't know. But you'd have like a foot, a, a foot and a half above you would be this inflatable thing. So that was after my time, but I I remember hearing about that. It was miserable. I, that was an awful. That's why I remember it is because that I couldn't walk past um, anything without hitting my head on it because I was like I don't know eight and I couldn't <laughs> navigate, couldn't understand the spatial appropriation I would need to make for with my head. And I think my brother that night actually ditched me, and he's like, "You're hanging, you're holding me up." <laughs> you're on your all, own. The good, all the good shit is taken. Yeah, yeah, all the good stuff is taken. And then, um, let's see. And then, of course, I flash forward to adults. You know, back when, I don't know, did Phil if they did that when you were in uh, SDSU theater? We had some wicked uh, SDSU Halloween parties where yeah. people would dress up quite extravagantly because we were now 
19 to 23 or whatever and and i had all done these makeup for theater courses yeah and i my heart is a softie for the uh uh classic so i did the mummy i did frankenstein i did dracula i did the classics i i will say the frankenstein year i made my own flat top head and i started a month before i had read this book that i had from (laughs) when i was a kid about makeup for halloween because i by the way side note used to want to be like a practical effects wizard for horror movies this is how long i've been into horror in halloween and um you put chicken wire around your head and you, you know, I measured that and then I paper mache it and got the flat top. What I didn't account for was the thickness of the paper mache with the chicken wire. So I put it on my head and it was super tight and it was just mm. around my forehead, you know, oh, on us. And I, before I even got, this was, by the way, a college, one of the college parties when I did that. So I should have known better. And I was in tears because, but I, you know, I just went all out. I got all the extra small clothes. So I looked huge. I had, um chains around me picture i think yeah i have a picture uh uh, that i had shared once before but i think i cried (laughs) adult tears because i was in so much pain from the tight chicken wire around my head cutting into my forehead but determined not to let that not to break character (laughs) (laughs) well you could still go Yeah, right. Oh, I was doing that for real. But I took that off when I got home uh, one o'clock in the morning, whatever. And I had chicken wire imprint on my head for about a week. Like I had to go Ooh, to class hardcore. and everything with it. It would not come off. And I cut off the circulation. That might explain some things. I cut off the circulation to the top part of my head. Kids, don't do this at home. Anyway, there's a, there's my whole tangent on costumes. Oh man, that, that's amazing. I it's don't think I ever dressed it's... up for the college parties. I think I, I think Jesse and I, and sometimes Jade, Jade would uh, just kind of make cameos and go bounce around to different things, and we different. Yeah, parties see, you were just... too cool for it. I no, was not cool. I, I needed I don't attention. Know. We would just make little cameos. It was fun just to show up at parties, uh, and this wasn't just theater people. We'd show up like at fraternity parties or whatever, and just kind of act like we were supposed to be there, and then leave and just use the bathroom or something and then be found out and kicked out and... <laughs> no we never people would just kind of look at us like jade jade had this weird aura about him i don't know if you remember jade but oh yeah well you had to have known jade yeah i knew jade from high school theater on up yeah yeah he uh he had this weird aura about him he could just like once once we were at a uh the safari lounge or something and we're just talking we're just standing there talking and uh, this all of a sudden this woman came up to him and uh, or I don't know gal a young woman and I don't know what was going on but it was obvious that she was okay if he wanted to leave with her or something and just out of the blue like that and he's like well I'm I'm talking to my friends or I don't think he said anything or but because he he did this quiet dark thing you know and I don't know if he still does that but Gosh, some of the ladies, they just love that, you know, quiet. Oh, he was thing. he was brooding. Yeah, brooding. he was brooding before it was even a yeah. popular. Teen but angst now, goes for that. But yeah, but now I don't know. Now I think we're probably post-brooding. The, the nerds took over for a while there, but I don't know what's happening now. Well, I actually brood now. It's not fake. I brood all the time. <laughs> 
You can brood if you want to. <laughs> I don't know. So there, fine. John, do you have a favorite costume? I don't think I did. We've we've talked about Halloween before. Yeah, I think uh you were a paper carrier. Yeah, should have been. Um <laughs> probably, you know, I like a lot of kids at that time, I I just wanted whatever I was into like Star Wars and all that stuff and you know those disposable costumes you your parents buy you, they have those little paper like masks paper well i don't know what they were made out of some kind so of th- plastic this is pre-plastic lined. oh yeah maybe oh, they yeah, were plastic, yeah. plastic they, they pretty much disintegrated after one season we I don't definitely know. didn't got, pass them Randy's on family got a few more years out of them yeah maybe <laughs> you were uh buying better quality ones i, I feel Johnson. like ours didn't last no they were the the ninety nine cent ones, but they were you know back in the sixties and late early seventies they made them to last. Even cheap plastic, man. Well, yeah. they were probably made in China. They're still biodegrading somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> or Japan, they were made in Japan. Yeah, and we didn't, you know, have we didn't just do the Charlie Brown thing where we wore sheets. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of Andy. That's what he did because he had to put it over. His it clothes. worked for I mean, the wizard. We we had to we had to wear those at Christmas at uh, you know grade school Christmas concerts. Yes, we all wore those sheets. What? Uh, were you angels then, though? Yeah. So th- this oh. was the thing. <laughs> you weren't ghosts. No, they just went to no, church. No, they were more like caves. <laughs> oh, no, wait. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was in South Dakota, not that far down south, Randy. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, that what what the way this worked. I've probably talked about this before, but it's probably been oh, long enough. Who cares? Um, I forgot. So, so it's fine. Great, grade school, you know, they make all the kids sing in the, the little concert and all that stuff. And they they send you home with this pattern, this paper pattern that your mom at the time is supposed to take a bed sheet and cut in this certain sounds, places this sounds, so that there's... This sounds there's familiar armholes and a place for your head to go through and you have these kind of it's probably based on some church choir thing yeah but, and and so they all match up so it doesn't matter what shit the kid is wearing underneath that they all oh. they all look they look alike did you have like the garland halo thing or no it was just the white sheets so and this was for choir yeah we all said you know stood up and so yeah, a bunch of it's, uh, this at the time very Chris, Christian Christmas carols, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that stuff is done for good reason. But man, I hated wearing that thing. It was so dumb. I just thought it was the I I I, I gave my mom so much grief about having to wear that <laughs> stupid sheet. <laughs> it wasn't her fault. No, She's no, and I'm following sure she, the directions. I'm sure she didn't enjoy having to make the damn thing, but. Well, think about but, these. But kids. on top of, I had to pile on and and bitch about it too. Yeah, but but think about these kids that you know, they didn't believe in uh, the Ku Klux Klan or whatever, and they got this. They're sent home with these patterns, and their moms had to make them this thing. And they're like, Mom, I don't want to wear this sheet. I mean, yeah. it, it, well, it could it's good worse. enough for your father. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you'll get this red one. Well, no. Yeah. Boy, we went. I, I veer off into. I know. I know. Randy loves the Halloween. I've mentioned that before. Yeah. Well, I. I mean, 
I, I don't love, love it. I really like it. He has sex with Halloween. Aren't <laughs> you married? Yeah. <laughs> don't ask him about his pumpkin carving. No. <laughs> I might. I might. Yeah. Well, that. hey, let's that talk about pumpkin carving. Did did all of your families do jack o' lanterns? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did I'm you? still debating. I, I as an adult, I don't know how soon I can. I've never gauged how soon I can carve before it just is rotten before Halloween. So I'm still debating yeah. on what day do I carve it? Because, you know, you go trick-or-treating or you drive by houses and they got really into the spirit like a week early. And <laughs> and by like the 28th of October, it's just mush and the face is caved in and they're still trying to hold it up, be, you know, because... Yeah, yeah. Soon, that, a squirrel on it. Yes. It, it's yeah, got to be in its prime. You know, my, my folks definitely did. I think they, they did it pretty late, but... We we did the jack lanterns. I can still remember the smell of the burned top of it from having a candle in it. Oh yeah, for hours on end. Yeah, it would it would, it would sort of slowly dry out and cook the inside. Kind yes. of a weird caramelized sort of. I mean, that might yeah. have been why you liked it. And, and yet it was also kind of damp and starting to rot too. At the same time, it was a weird smell. And, and you know what they don't talk about is um, <laughs> if you keep your pumpkin inside and do that. It, like I usually keep it inside now as an adult and um, you get fruit flies. Like, oh, have course. you ever done that? No. Or you keep your pumpkin. If no. you, you can light it and by, I swear by day two or day three, all of a sudden I'm like, I have fruit flies because of this pumpkin. No, I think you yeah, need to go get a fake pumpkin. Yeah. Well, they last forever. Those are pr pretty popular too. Yeah, of course, everything. My brother, no, my fake. brother, my brother Brett does a pretty elaborate carving every year. Um, uh, several years ago, he did Barack Obama. Um, this was when he won the election, or after. The election. <laughs> wow. No, I mean it was really good too. It as a, it looked like him, right? If I tried to carve Barack Obama on a pumpkin, I don't know what. I can't do that, but he if did. If they it. were side by side, you couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Phil? No. Well, well, you, oh, you're no. saying he's kind of orange? Or... No, no. <laughs> you could do Trump. Trump could be a. a oh Trump my God! Pumpkin. Yeah, yeah. He'd be orange. Could be a Trumpkin. I don't want to get into politics, but I pretty. I thought I'm gonna for a second here. <laughs> I, I thought Emmers was gonna was gonna be able to do it. No he's way. Our, no way. You didn't think so. No, no. I mean, why why would he succeed at this when Kevin McCarthy did not? Wait, wait, wait. Don't. I, Spoiler I, alert. We yeah. haven't gotten to watch the news I haven't. Yet. I came from work, and I, now I'm doing this. And then last oh. I heard, he was up for it. Oh, it didn't happen? Uh, no, no. He he had to withdraw. He pulled out. Why? <laughs> I, I thought I he thought didn't I have enough votes. They, yeah. but, but so he, they didn't even send it to vote, huh? No, they don't want I to don't lose. I don't think so. Yeah, no, they're at the point now where they're like. I mean, do I, I don't know how, how how much more embarrassing could it get? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. your seatbelts. Yeah, I don't oh. know. It's you know, probably the best thing that they they could do would be to make some deal with the Democrats to have that bow tie wearing guy. You know, the the low rent Paul Simon looking guy. <laughs> you know, who, who who's the, who's the temp? The other Paul Simon, not the singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. 
That's a and, real old and, reference, And, and have him kind of, sorry, yeah, probably nobody got that. Filled <laughs> it. And have him, you know, they, the Republicans mostly hate him, but they would, they would be able to But I thought Amherst things. could do that. I thought enough Democrats would either abstain from voting or maybe get a couple of votes to pull it mm, off. Because yeah, Amherst they, they is a, he's a deal were, builder. Gonna, well, but he, he's Deal part maker. of McCarthy's thing, and, and McCarthy kind of fucked the Democrats over on some of those deals. So I think they probably said, said no way. But here we are. The government shut down. You know, that's what that's what these five or ten people want, you know. So we're letting them have what they want. Let's get this over with. Let's figure it out. Well, okay, I, it, it's, it's a dilemma. You know, it definitely is. I mean, I think there's an argument either way. But anyway. Bringing it, bring it this, back this, to Halloween. None of this, yeah, <laughs> this is a little bit to, oh, to, I'm going to be Paul um, Simon for Halloween. <laughs> Talk about obscure! Wow. Oh man, you you. I don't go out to bars or anything on Halloween. I stay home and defend my house from pumpkins. <laughs> but, but I can only imagine how many Trumps and Lauren oh. Boberts and the and groping partners <laughs> and and like how many are going to be like by the twenty year olds who are being super clever. And yeah. <laughs> at a party, and the twenty-four-year-olds uh, who think they've never—they're the only one who's going to show up as whatever. But they'll all yeah, it could be like that—that that couple in Missouri who sat on their porch and shot at people. Oh, that's a different kind of Halloween. Wait, wait yeah, I yeah, can yeah. be right. like that? No, no, we shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Aspirational goals. No, that's you shouldn't right. do that. So cool. John, what religion were you raised under? All of them. Oh wow! No. <laughs> um, we we nominally went to a Methodist church. Okay, so I just want to say, Randy, John's if the only guy I know that wasn't Catholic that has as many people in his family as you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, back to Halloween. What? So Randy's got now, these, uh... another kind of horror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the horrors of the house, um, now. So, but it, Randy also, I, maybe he could be a DJ. He does some. Uh, you do hey, some I was a DJ for like three years. Did you know you that? You do some MCing. No, I didn't know you were a DJ. I was for one year. What did so, you do? Where did you work? Well, wait. What kind? What do you mean by DJ? That. That's... Oh wait, no. I was gonna say because Randy does these mixes with Halloween songs and stuff. But. No, I'm in a, a radio station. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not not a performing DJ. Before that, that people, what, be, no. before DJ was co-opted by wedding parties and whatever you know dance mixes in or a, or just performance bar yeah right yeah yeah the two yeah days, yeah two, two no days. i was a dj um in high school and college well you have a nice voice where did you work at, at what kind of station so this seems like this is an all about is this my life is this what we're talking about it could be you can okay, so, your funeral oh do you know something i don't know no, I hope it is for oh, a long time. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> and you can't um, play it, but maybe the DJ will. <laughs> I would like some whoop whoop in the house. <laughs> Randy's in the house. Uh, Randy's in the house. <laughs> Randy has left the building. Uh, so <laughs> I in uh, I was in a journalism student in high school, and um, the local uh, radio station um, wanted to have people do a program like for halftime to be played at the local insert to the um, 
like Brookings High School football games that they broadcast live. And Jesse Hassler and I were chosen, and I guess because we had great deep voices. Um, and we did this, and it was pre-recorded that we'd go in and we'd, you know, like, here's the happenings at Brookings High School, you know. And we would share, do like a five-minute radio show. And then they played it and played it. And then later on, like a few months later, the local radio station um, in Volga, they've merged now. They're all under the same corporate umbrella. But it used to be in Volga, which was a neighboring town. Wait, who, did people you who, say Volva? Volga. Volga. I say that. But is what I Volga? usually say I right Volga or Volvo? It's V-O-L-G-A. Volga, South Dakota. Uh, yeah. Oh, like the Volga okay. bedroom yeah. community that is about, I don't know, seven miles from Brookings. Sure. And they, the station used to be, uh, uh, what was it? K, AV 91? No, 102.3 and 93. Oh, I can't remember what they were. That's it was an AM FM. And they wanted uh, a part-timer to come in and just work Minnesota Twins baseball games, which they played, and put in the local commercial breaks. And oh. my teacher told me about it. I applied. I was 14. And they said, wow. yeah, we'll take you. I know. So I, at first, the first thing, right. Oh, yeah. I can't even remember what I got paid. Five but I was now. like, cool. I'm on radio. Yeah, yeah, but I yeah. I didn't talk. I didn't talk, mind you. I was like, the Minnesota station would say, and now a little break from our local sponsors. And I'd put in the little pre-recorded ad. Oh. And then the next one and the next one. The cart. Well, then, yeah, the cart. Oh, yes. I don't know new new technology, but I remember the old ones. Yeah. And after, and then, and like then the I would tracks. play. Yeah. So I was hired for like three to four hours, you know, every Sunday or whatever it was. And then they would teach me, they taught me how to um, put on a, a record in case the person who replaced me didn't get there in time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I learned how to work the turntable and the soundboard. And before I knew it, they're leaving me alone in this most million dollar studio. Yeah. And I'm like running the place for Sundays for like three hours. Well, they ended up um, um, merging with the, uh, well, moving actually first to Brookings to get a better signal in the old train station depot, which is now something else. Um, but they, we were there. And I, um, Michael Schaefer, I don't know if you know him, but I just sure. said his name. He was a DJ there. Um, and, uh, anyway, got hired there to, um, be a DJ. And I was like, I don't know, 17, I was a junior in high school was going wow, into senior. That's cool. So I did that until I was like, I don't know, sophomore in college. And finally I was doing plays and whatever stuff. I'm like, oh, I can't keep up the schedule. And I had to leave. No and I love that job because they put me on overnights. And then I started doing like weekends and then, you know, that I'm like actually talking. I remember working Christmas Eve. And being having nothing to to really say, and I read "Twas the Night Before Christmas" over the air, <laughs> and it was listened to by like the cleaning crew at the local movie theater who called me and was like, "That was great." <laughs> wow, that's that funny. That was awesome. So yeah. Anyway, again, well, I, I was going to make a crack thing. about how this sounds like an extended promo for Sleep Baseball or something. No, it's not. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't been part of that. I haven't been part no. of that. Nobody wants me. No, sleepbaseball.com. Oh. You never know. It might happen. Yeah, that's um, Phil's successful podcast. Could I could I um, audition <laughs> audition my voice 
King it, that I would King use the guy. Uh, no, I, I, I don't know why you couldn't. Why you want to do an ad? Well, I'll, well, talk, so, I'll talk to King. You, do you know I, King? No, I used to do old timey gin, which was this is old timey gin, and I would talk like an old radio announcer. And I used to do that for, to make a coworker laugh when I worked at an ad agency. And he always said he's just passed away. And he he always said you need to get be doing that on the radio, a mock commercial from the 1940s. Okay. So there you go. All right, you already did your audition. I'll talk to King. King was one of Jesse's friends. I don't know. Did you ever run into him? King? King. Yeah. Oh, I, I was good friends with him from sixth grade on. Oh, okay. He's no, I know. Yeah. You know all these guys. Yeah. So we anyway, in the what, same circle. So, well, yeah, I was the DJ at a overnight weekend shift at an easy listening station, which was, that was uh, hard to stay awake at. The the one I've talked about this on the podcast before, but it, that had reel to reels like these huge reels to reels, and you'd pause them and put a card in. But I would also say something like, um, "This is the nice and easy sounds of one hundred one, easy one hundred one, one hundred three FM, or whatever." And then uh, click some buttons, and uh, it was very analog. And uh, but there Those was one the lady. That, there was one lady that would call me. Um, it wasn't the whole cr cleaning crew of some place, but it was, uh, she'd call me every, every now and then I'd play a Frank Sinatra song and she'd call me. She supposedly had an affair with them. I don't know, but whatever. That was in Spearfish, South Dakota. So it's possible. Big Fun. things come from small beginnings, Phil. <laughs> Look yes. at you now. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, here we go. That's right. You, you've doubled so, your listeners. What are, what are your favorite, <laughs> your, your five favorite uh spooky season songs spicy pumpkin spice songs no oh god <laughs> um uh wait my favorite songs i mean yeah halloween songs like what what what, what you, what's, can, what's phil, phil can you even think of five monster mash okay uh, oh well that's classic uh uh, I'm trying not to get into devil things, like um, uh, heavy metal things. Ozzy Osbourne's got to have a season of the bat or something, doesn't he? Have something like that? Alice Cooper. Okay, I can't come up with five. I should be <laughs> okay. Rand Randy might. I just I was skeptical that you. Oh well, I wasn't. Could, well, uh, what about just okay. the like thriller? My Michael Jackson. Thriller. Yes. Oh, classic. Yeah. Good uh, oh, now I'm gonna oh, say oh, the oh, other oh. ones are that I can think of are a little bit off um, maybe people's radar, but I would say I made a mixtape once and I had them all. And back when you could burn them onto a CD, I even did that and oh, blared it out my windows on Halloween. Um, Hush nice. by Deep Purple. Hush. Why, why no, is that um, one about Halloween? Well, it's well, not. It's a, um, I think it was used in a horror movie. Oh, What's okay. So wasn't there a Buffy what? and the Vampire Slayer um, episode called Hush? Yes, I didn't watch that show, but yeah. I did see that episode where they they lost their voices. So it isn't that. It isn't reference that. Okay. No, it's Hush by Deep, Deep Purple, Purple. Is like a yeah. Yeah, uh, I know the song. I thought I heard you calling my name now. You'd you'd yeah, recognize it. It's a yeah. I would, um, but I can't offhand. That's Devil fine. Woman. Devil oh, Woman. Yeah, Michael Richard. That's a. Uh, Classic that you don't hear of. 
on most mixtapes for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, witchy Woman. How, how, how about uh, Season of the Witch by Donovan? Yes, Season yeah. of the Witch. Oh, that's a good one. I was trying to think of songs that are really scary. I mean, no, no, Thriller. Thriller was, I, I remember when that came out, that was Vincent Price uh, monologue and all. Oh, that was. Yeah, that's movie. almost in a class by itself. Yeah, I don't know if there's a lot of songs like that are, if it has a hook and a melody, I don't know if you really are like, ooh, I'm scared to listen to that verse. <laughs> you know? I'm just scared to dance. Yeah, well, they're, they're pretty much all novelty songs or themes from shows right. and stuff, but. Oh, Ghostbusters, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, sure. Ghostbusters. You, don't, you count that. It's not scary, though. Yeah, that one... <laughs> oh, never mind. I'd have to look it up. I'm not going to go down that. There's a guy that does some crazy music. Uh, never mind. I'm going to edit this out. Fine. So what are some <laughs> other songs? <laughs> no? Um, no, that's all I know. Well, like the Adams Family theme, oh, the Monsters duh. theme, we got those kind sure, of things. Sure. Yeah, so they're all kind of novelty, fun. Yeah, there, of. there isn't like a let's take Halloween. You know, Thriller probably is, is the most popular anyway, um, for sure, of let's take Halloween seriously or scares seriously. There's not anything even that says Halloween in the name or in the song, is there? Like that doesn't. Well, the Halloween theme by John Carpenter. Oh, of course, oh, yes. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, yeah, if you get into movie themes, the Exorcist theme, the tubular oh, bells. Yeah. Ooh. They don't be instrumentals, um, though. Maybe I'll write yeah, some they, lyrics to the Exorcist theme. That'd be difficult. <laughs> they right. just remade the Exorcist. I haven't seen it because I heard it's also bad, but not re <laughs> rebooted or Aren't whatever. Aren't they all bad except the original? Um, well, part three is supposed to be pretty good, but in a different way. For some no. reason, they're going to make the the plan is this new reboot is going to be is planned to be a trilogy, but I don't think the first one has um, been very well received. Yeah, I bet they're rethinking that plan. It's done poorly at the box office. Bad reviews, I, bad attendance. Why remake the? You can't remake The Exorcist. I mean, that's a classic. If someone remakes the original Halloween, I know it's been rebooted and whatever, but if they and Rob Zombie did that. It was an atrocious abomination. Sorry, no. people. No. The original 1978 no. Halloween starring Jamie Lee Curtis no. and introducing no. Michael Myers is so good. My, <laughs> right. That's my favorite. Your favorite uh, horror movie? Oh, for so, sure. So, so, John, maybe I told you about this. I think I talked about it even on the show. Oh, I said, oh, we got to have Randy on someday. Because I, I decided, because of Randy, I decided to watch all of the Halloween movies. I don't think okay, I quite... Okay, okay. I don't think I quite got done. I think I'm... I think I'm... You're wise. I think I got stuck on the last one. I don't know. But I did watch almost all of them. And uh, have you seen all of them, Randy? Um, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a dumb question. But well, yeah, so but the first one is, is yeah. But what so did you watch that documentary about the making of it? Um it was on uh the films that made us on Netflix or something like oh, that. Oh yes. Yeah, I've seen that's one of those YouTube rabbit holes I'll go through where I'll just type in like making of Halloween and then watch every person who tours <laughs> the original home and every, you know, 
reviewers uh thoughts on it and it's like it's sad i need to get out more often i guess well but... okay so what <laughs> not that we need to get too psychological here or whatever but what is it about it that uh and maybe you don't know but what is it about it that you like or what is it about it that draws you to that or or uh i know there's this feeling of nostalgia i remember the first time i saw the movie i was i had the... it's a lot of that i think yeah yeah i think I re I remember the first time it was I had already I think been on network TV uh, maybe I don't know um but I recall my my brother moved to Rapid City um one of my brothers and uh to be going to college and my parents uh we drove across uh, he had already been there for a while and we drove across to the state to bring him some furniture and whatever stay for the weekend and he had he had basic cable, which nobody had. We didn't, I didn't grow up with basic cable. <laughs> <laughs> and it was in October. Um, and cause he had started school and we had started school in September and he had just gotten there. Uh, he had started. And um, then um, they went to bed. We'd moved furniture all day. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I, I think I was probably like eight, seven, eight years old. And I'm like, Oh, I'm gonna stay up and watch TV. And they said, okay. And my parents were sleeping in the room on like a pull-out sofa, and he's in the little bedroom um, that he had this trailer or whatever he was at in. And I had seen for the first time the whole movie with the volume turned down, but me sitting like a foot from the TV so I could hear <laughs> yeah. it and not wake anyone up. And my memory <laughs> of that experience, I think, is as important as the scaredness I've I felt the um, from seeing the movie as an someone who shouldn't see an R yeah, movie. No. Yeah. But um you know, really if you look back, like that movie, that should be PG. If it was made today, it'd be like PG thirteen, maybe. I mean, there's no there's very little there's like a strangulation and he gets stabbed and then there's chasing. You know, there's like oh, no blood John, and guts. Yeah, John John Carpenter wasn't into that. He was I mean, it was like uh well, he was kind of old school with like Hitchcock or something. He didn't show yeah. anything, you know. Yeah, and they and they had no and money. That's scary. You know? <laughs> yes, it was all like building it up. Jaws did the same thing. It's all like, in your I head. Was, yeah, you're right. It makes it so worse. That idea of it was just like wow. And then of course I saw it because it had been on cable. Then it was probably 1980. I don't know. And then like two years later, then I saw previews on TV for like, oh my gosh, the new movie is going to be. They're coming out with the Halloween two. And of no. course, I didn't go like go to the theaters. I didn't see that till a couple years, even after it came out. But then, since then, I was like involved, and then they <laughs> they it just kept coming. It, it was like a comfort food of a horror creature that I could tolerate, but would also give me um, scares. And so, yeah, I've just really always enjoyed it. And then I stayed with it. I only watched through. Okay, so part one is the original. Part two is continues the night. I'm gonna do some spoilers here. Is that okay? That, no, yeah. Spoil Since away. Phil's... Oh yeah. What's the spoiled pumpkin? What? No. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, what? Spoil this. A spoiled pumpkin. He was making a bad joke. Oof. What? Edit, edit that out. Nobody wants to hear that, Phil. It's a spoiled pumpkin. <laughs> I'll just, no, if I say it three times, it's funny. 
Oh, no, uh, no, go com- ahead. Sorry. Comedy comes in threes. Um, <laughs> part two. Can- yeah. <laughs> part two come, uh, continues the night. Part uh, of Laurie Strode, which was a unique thing. By the way, um, it wasn't well received, but uh, later on it became a fan favorite. And it is sequels were very unheard of at that time. You know, Jaws 2, Halloween 2, Friday the 13th Part 2 all came around in the same couple-year window of time. Um, People were not doing sequels. It was not thought of. Now it's, of course, like that's all they do is trilogies. They're adding more onto it. And then Part 3 was, um, you know, they made them, they're like, oh, this makes money. Let's make another one. 3 was really different, though. It was. Part three was like, no Michael Myers. It was a completely standalone story because originally John Carpenter and Deborah Hall, who made the first one and mm-hmm. produced it and wrote it, thought um, that this, they didn't, why would they continue the story of Michael Myers? That's done. <laughs> and John Carpenter, you know, didn't want to come back for part two, but was obligated to do so. And the check was good. So he did. Sure. And then part three came along and they kind of uh, went the direction of what was originally thought of was of let's make the different stories all around Halloween. I still think somebody should do that, by the way. Like instead of having a a sequel, it's it's like the Twilight Zone where these are all stories that take place on Halloween or around yeah. it. Yeah. But they're different. But it didn't that really bombed. So <laughs> because people well, were like, where's was, Michael Myers? Was- Three was really weird. I mean, I, I, I just because I when I rewatched it, I was like, um, it is. It, I, it's it, like a, I kind of appreciated it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, oh no, these masks are going to control. Yeah, fifty percent of the people are going to kill themselves or whatever. It's early yeah. Thanos. Oh, but, all the what? kids putting on the mask and then being told yeah. to watch this TV uh, commercial. Oh. That's not far-fetched by today's standards no, to say, no, kids, no. tune in now and watch, the, you'll, at 8 o'clock, you'll get a special surprise. But I remember that, too, though, when we, when uh, John and I were younger, you know, you'd get the 3D glasses from Carpetland, and you'd watch yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoon, so we'd be like, okay, this Carpet is kind of dumb, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe you don't yes. know that. John didn't uh, go to Carpetland. And then part four came along and they tried to reboot there because part three bombed so much without Michael. They were like, let's bring back Michael. <clears throat> so Jamie Lee was done because by then she was making her name and all other things. Well, then and, Donald Pleasant. Uh, and Donald Pleasance was done. Pleasance, no, yeah. Donald Pleasance came back. He, he came, came back, back for four. Yeah, and five. And well, yeah. Six. Eventually <laughs> he had to die. It, well, know, in my, real life. One of, one of my favorite scenes in any of the movies is in, in, in four. And it's when Donald Pleasance is in the car with that preacher <laughs> in the truck. I what was Donald Pleasant's name? Sa- Dr. Loomis or something? Dr. Loomis, Dr. Sam yeah. Loomis. So he's in, the, he's in the car with this preacher guy, and they're going to, because uh, his car got blown up, Michael Myers destroyed a gas station to try to kill him or something. And he's hitchhiking. And he gets picked up by this preacher guy. But that's one of my favorite scenes in any of the movies. It's probably the most, uh, it, it's just these two characters that are he's i i think donald pleasant's character sees a little bit of himself in this kind of whacked out creature uh, preacher not creature preacher guy it's like yeah i'm we're driven by the same kind of you know and they share whiskey they're driven by the same things fighting evil and whatever else that one guy's crazy and he's probably maybe not but kind of 
but I don't know. That's I think that's one of my favorite scenes uh, scenes in any of the movies. Actually, the personal and, element. And you know, there's there's lots of little Easter eggs in there. Like uh, Sam Loomis, Doctor Loomis, is named after psycho characters. There was. Uh, I was um, just about to make Samuel, a comment that that's the Murray same Samuels. name. Yeah. Yeah. What? And uh, they were big fans. Of course, Janet yeah, Lee the boyfriend. Was the, yeah. was, the, oh. was the famous shower scene of Psycho is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom in real life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, film nerds. The problem is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right? It doesn't ruin your enjoyment if you don't know these things, but it adds to it if you do. I, Easter eggs. Yeah, that, that's, that's a fun detail. Yeah. And uh, then, so part four and five follow around who, who's supposed to be her me or her daughter. And and Jamie Lee was written out like she was died in a car accident, and then um, five and six or four and five did okay, and then I didn't watch from then on for a while because I was like, ooh, this is hurting me now. Like I love this character, but it's not staying too great. Yeah. And then they, they, I think it was which was the one that had um, well, what's his name, the the wasp, or no, Ant Man. <laughs> Oh um, yeah, um, he was in uh, I think six. Paul Rude. Paul Rude. Yeah, it was like his first film, and then um, Clueless, which was his first film people know him by, came out, and so then they released that one, the Halloween Six, because they wanted to market on that, <laughs> and he didn't want anyone to see it. Um, well, and then it wasn't the worst one, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, it was pretty it was much up directed there. video. <laughs> And then I think, um, and then uh, Jamie Lee came back for H2O, yeah, um, which was cool. I did go to that in the theater because I'm like, well, they're revisiting it. So the timeline, of course, gets confusing because H2O it takes place like it's one and two. Some of those other ones. Or yeah. one happened, part two happened, and then it jumps to hers. Ignored the other ones, uh, and then Rob Zombie came back with a reboot. He did the um, couple. And, and did a couple of those and then oh what happened and well and then the trilogy and that and those fizzled the second one bombed um and way more violent than you know again from the first one which was suspense because someone's like following you or hidden in the shadows to zombies yeah, which you, what, what like ripping see. people apart sure yeah and then he they brought back all. this latest trilogy, which the part one was uh, cool, part two was um, interesting, and part three uh, is very divisive. <laughs> I got stuck on one of them. I, I can't even remember. I meant to look and see where I left off, but maybe it was up there somewhere. I, I basically, for Halloween, I watched part one and two, the original 78 and like the 81 sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the, the ones that, that get me uh, Halloweened. <laughs> you're a halloweeny yeah yes <laughs> well now we're trying to not get this into the rated r things too much but fine <laughs> wow but they just but have they, they have atmosphere you know and again it's oh yeah atmosphere that brings me back to that time period you know i wonder i watched these oh boy you go down the youtube rabbit holes like i said and you have people who their whole job is to like watch a movie and then watch their reaction to it. Have you seen those? Yeah. Reactions. Oh, it's so strange. Yeah. Yeah. And and I find That's myself watching someone I don't know watch Halloween for the first time. And I'm like, what a handy make better choices. But 
<laughs> it's entertaining because they edit it down to like you know 20 minutes or 30 minutes but these oh, people they, they don't they're so much younger and in such a different generation most of the time that they don't get into any of the things that somewhat they do i mean a good film will still stand out yeah um, that, whatever but i wonder what the average you know teenager if you'd show them halloween in the theater right now would if they would um cringe because it's gross and bad and awful or cringe because they were scared i don't know so what so what is now it's like saw i guess no I, yeah. i'm dating i'm dating myself that's oh, yeah, well, there's going to be a new saw but saw what what are some other but yeah before before halloween there weren't these franchises though either by the way saw x or whatever saw 10 i guess that means came out oh, the first one i saw i never saw any of the other ones but yeah it's all about um longevity i guess for i tried i tried to watch money making for some reason i if i start something i need this is a bone of contention with john and i because i watch the the dumbest things sometimes like but i get started on something and i want to see them all you know i'm a a completist well not well except uh only murders in the building well no i only watch one of those but 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 see that's the thing see Randy, he doesn't understand my fear of commitment because I'm like, <laughs> if I have to watch all of these, but I, 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 I might give that a try some more. But, uh, but yeah, I, so I do the same. Them. I don't want to start a new franchise or anything. It's kept me away from many films and many TV shows. Everyone clamors about Yellowstone, whatever. I'm like, I'm not going to commit myself to Game of Thrones. I started way back then. I'm yeah. like, no, that's too much commitment. Yeah, see, I, I walked away from multiple shows after watching part of them. But then again, I've watched, you know, all the Phantasm movies. I've watched, you know, I don't know. But they're, they're or all the Hellraiser all, movies. All the Soylent Green movies. And... <laughs> How many of those are there? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's just wishful thinking. Is that a Halloween movie? Hey, yeah, I can make an argument. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, like that was 74. That's had a lot of sequels and reboots. Oh, yeah. I don't Texas think I've seen was the 76. The Omen was 76. I think they were into the devil stuff in the world then. They were scared of things. And Halloween was 78. So it came on the heels of some pretty good shows, but nothing really with the uh, stalker kind of killer element, I guess. Well, what was... His, his his the name in the script was just the shape or something like that, right? Well, or the, or the body. No, I think they called. It was originally going to be called like the Babysitter Murders. Right. So the guy wanted to make a low budget movie. Said it uh, thought, oh, we can do this show, basically the same show, about babysitters getting killed. And Mustafa <laughs> Akkad, who was the producer, yeah, went to the money, had a dream or thought, oh, you know what? It should, if we could build it around like something like a holiday where where that would make sense, it would be a big deal. So let's and he came up with a Halloween idea. Perfect. And yeah, and then they they worked that into what they were already going to do. Um, and that's how it, that took off. So it was going to just be another When a Stranger Calls, by the way, another great classic, not the remake, but the 77 or 78 one. 79. I don't think I've seen that one either. I got to watch. Okay. So I got to watch When the Stranger these, Calls. Texas, these are like on YouTube. When a Stranger Calls. I know. Texas Chainsaw Carol. Massacre. I haven't seen those. Still. I know. I'm sorry. But I watched all the Phantasm movies. Oh. And all the Hellraiser movies. Even, Ooh. oh, some of those are terrible. Yeah. Oh, so you like watching things that punish you? <laughs> 
Well, Hellraiser is about punishment, so <laughs> fine. The first 15 minutes of When a Stranger Calls is great. It's um, of the original with Carol Kane. Watch that one. That's on YouTube. You can watch the first 15 minutes. Oh, what's another classic? Uh, the guy at the chainsaw hand. Um, the cabin. Wait. Chainsaw hand. No. Yeah. Well, later. It was Army of Darkness. You're talking Army of Darkness was the third one, which I haven't seen yet. But no, the first two. Well, the second one was a remake of the first one. Whatever. What was that called? Evil Dead. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I've not seen those. Oh, see, you haven't seen the classic. You know what? No, because I think I consider them, and I'm probably wrong, but I consider them to be in that like gory category. They no, are. I like right. the I like the scariness, yeah. not so much the gore. Oh no, you're right. They're gory, but they're, 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 me. There's not they're a lot of gore. Cartoonishly gory. No, you know, it, like it's that. gory comedy, yeah. though. I would say, yeah, it's kind of Monty Python sort of. But, but yeah. yeah, yeah, everybody's wearing fifty squibs. Yeah. See, no, it is, not... it is, it is, it does get over the top with all the blood, but I'm sure it's all good. It just doesn't draw me in to like watch it. Like there's so many things that I'm sure are good. And when I watch them, I enjoy them, but I don't, it's hard to cross that yeah. bridge to get myself to actually hit play. <laughs> have, 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 have you seen any of the newer ones like Jordan Peele or anything like that? Like he, he's getting into war. Have you any watched well, any of those? You know, yeah. of course I, I have he's getting the into whole... it. He's in what? I've watched all the screams. I did not get it. I think like signs uh, from M. Night Shyamalan was probably the last like non uh, non episodic um, uh, killer show that I saw or thriller. And signs is like about aliens. You know, that's again yeah, more yeah. of that mystique so kind of yeah. thing. Um, well, have, you, have you have you guys seen what one that's that's not at all in those categories, but it's. Like you could argue it's spooky is uh, the cult classic Carnival of Souls. Well, I have I want to watch that. I think I've heard of that. I know I've heard of it. I it think it's I've this seen... weird low budget. It's it's I a little bit it. of a Twilight Zone style story. Oh, if, if, you, if you pick it up, it's uh, it was made in the '60s, low budget, black and white, by this guy who mainly made industrial films, like you know for. Training, training films and shit like that. How to Lion Keystone Light Cans. Yeah, it was probably, <laughs> he made one of those. Um, uh, Trilogy of Terror is another one that I think you can probably find yeah. on YouTube. That was a TV movie. Scary as heck, the first, the third part. Yeah. All right. Carnival, is Carnival of Soil, Soil, Soils, Soil and Green, is that, um, I, I have I've had this on my list forever and I keep forgetting about it. Yeah, but, Phil, um, Phil, you would you would dig it. I'm sure you would. Who who? Oh, is is that about a carnival? Uh, not really. It's not no, about clowns I, and that kind of. I shit. might no, be thinking no. of another movie. There's another movie that has like. Um, it, it's it's kind it's of a creepy black and white. It's, it's kind of the it's the original I see dead people movie. <laughs> about that one. Oh wow! There's a movie, Phil. Are you thinking of Freaks? Well, that's yeah, like that's, a, that's a, yeah. I might be combining the two movies into a new one from from the from the thirties. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very no. different. Yeah, that's not a no. I, no, I the Carnival of Thrones. I think that would be a good one. <laughs> Carnival of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Well, fine. Now, what are you drinking? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Regret. Wah, wah. 
<laughs> you regret being on here. We've enjoyed wow. having you as a guest. Well, I feel like this has been part just of your life and part me just um, espousing um, Halloween and, and horror movie facts. I don't know That's, if the average welcome person to our, cares welcome about to our either. podcast. <laughs> this is your life, Randy Grimsby. Oh. <laughs> Born a young Catholic boy in a family of 20. In a small farm town of Volva, South Dakota. No. Oh, I tune in. Oh yeah, everybody in Volva had at least twenty kids. I'm not from Volva. <laughs> he, they, I know. He was, I he know. was in Volva. <laughs> Sorry, I, I know. I know you weren't in. There is no town of Volva, South Dakota, but there's a Pierre. All right, <laughs> there is. Well, That's thank true. you, Andy. Yeah, you know what? I appreciate the uh, um, time that we spent together. I had time to lean. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, and that's what it's all about, no matter what the subject. <laughs> you've no, got time I, to lean. I really appreciate it. And if we could, you've got time to lean. This. You've got time for Halloween. Hey, way to work that full circle moment. <laughs> yeah, this. Is well, it was great. Great to to meet you, Randy. It was it was great to um, vocally meet you as well. Right. Um, we'll get together someday and have some. Uh, now, what was the drink? The beer I would in the old days. It was uh, a little tiny, tiny mini ponies uh, green bottle. Um, it wasn't Keystone Light. It was, uh, and I would okay. So at, at the theater parties, I'd hold this little bottle of, I'm a giant. I'm a lumberjack or whatever. So. I don't know. It was uh, uh, that must have gone over like gangbusters. Yeah, I never yeah. got the the ladies with that one, but it was fine. <laughs> I, I was gonna um, try and work in a joke that I uh, thought of that would be uh, appropriate, but uh, since we it was all about drinking at the very beginning, but I never found an opportunity. But I'm going to still work it in. I which might is... work it in later with editing. Oh, ooh, there you go. Um, let's see. No, save this. This is the topper. Oh, okay. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, what 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 kind of drink do ghosts like? <laughs> Boozed. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Here's the song. It's much scarier than a noisy eye.
ice machine. It's even scarier than polytetrafluoroethylene. Even scarier than a monitor that isn't widescreen. Thank <laughs> you.